Hello, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the More Doors podcast, where we bring you the information and tools you need to make intelligent decisions about your real estate investment and wealth growth. Now, this is our sixth episode, and we've talked about a few different ways you can get started in the real estate business. However, you might be thinking to yourself, I don't have money for this. I don't have thousands of dollars to put into a real estate. I'm just struggling to pay my bills and get food on the table every week of my life. And I don't have money to be investing in real estate. So today our topic is how do you get started in real estate if you don't have money? I've compiled a list of 10 strategies that honestly are not in any particular order. Everybody is different. Investing is different for everybody. And the things that work for one person might not be suited as well for someone else. So I'm just going to start talking about these and hopefully one of these methods sounds doable for you because the most important thing when it comes to investment of any type is to just get started as soon as you can. The sooner you can invest, the better. The earlier you can invest, the better. The more you can invest, the better. So with that said, we're going to start with our first strategy for investing with little or no money. This first method is by owning shares of real estate investment trusts, or REITs. A REIT is a way of investing where you get to join your money with the money of several other individuals who pay into a fund that is managed by a group that invests in real estate, whether it's buying and flipping or rental or combination, commercial property, you know, and there's different types of REITs. So essentially, you can pay in as much as you have. And it's just kind of like a stock index, like investing in the S&P 500, except it's all based on real estate. And there's many, many, many different REITs that you can invest in. There are hundreds of different REITs you could invest in. I'm going to name a couple, but I mean, just do your research. You can invest in REITs that are based in all types of different sectors. Like if you want to just invest in nursing homes or retirement homes, or if you just want to invest in commercial real estate or just single family homes, um, you can find REITs for all of that. But some of the more popular ones, I'll just give you a list. So Site Centers has a market value of $2.8 billion, a dividend yield of 5.6%. And its ticker symbol is S-I-T-C. And then Boston Properties is another one. It's got a $21.1 billion market value. Its dividend yield is 2.8%. Its uh, ticker symbol is B-X-P. Uh, Duke Realty is another one. Market value of $12.8 billion. Dividend yield of 2.7%. And its ticker symbol is DRE. So that's just three. If you've never heard of any and you don't know what to look at, you don't want to look it up. Those are three very popular ones. Um, I don't have a preference for either of them. I don't personally invest in REITs, but those are some that are very popular and um, stable. So you're likely to have a good result if you invest in one of those three. And then there's dozens hundreds of other ones. Just do a little bit of research and you'll find some that appeal to you. Now, 
the pros of owning shares of real estate investment trusts is that you don't have to actually manage any of these properties. You don't have to be a landlord. You don't have to do any repairs. You don't have to talk to uh, tenants and do any of that. And again, as I said, you can choose what sector you want to be in. So you have some flexibility there. Now, one of the cons is that there's an administration fee that comes out of your profits, uh, just like with any other, um, like a, a stock index or something like that, because people are buying and selling these properties. So you'll have a slightly lower return than if you own the property yourself um, solely, which is honestly always the case. But it's a great way where if you just have an extra $100 or even an extra $10 a month that you can spare, you can put it into a REIT and it will make you money. So that is our first option for little or no money to make real estate investments. So that's our first option for making money in real estate with little or no money. Number two, seller financing. So some of you guys don't know this, but a lot of the time you may be able to find a seller who's willing to finance the property themselves. And they often will require less or sometimes no down payment, which would really help for those of you who want to get into real estate ownership, but you don't have any money for a down payment. Um, you can find seller financed properties by talking to a real estate professional, like a real estate agent or broker, um, looking on Zillow or realtor.com for FSBOs or for sale by owner properties. And, you know, you can even do this just by networking within your local community. If you go to a church or uh, any type of social club, just putting it out there that you're looking for a property that is seller financed because you'd like to get into real estate and you don't have the money for a big down payment. You know, it's my belief that people want to help people. And I know of many of my friends and peers who have bought seller financed properties and gotten extremely good deals. Now, a lot of the time, just the nature of the beast is that with seller financed properties, a lot of the time the interest is a little bit higher, but it makes sense because they don't have the backing of a big bank or something like that. And, you know, if, if you know the person then you might be able to work something out for a lower interest rate just because of that personal relationship you have. Seller financing is a great way to get into a property with less money down, sometimes no money down. A third way you can invest in real estate with little or no money is by doing a lease option. So if you're renting and if you're an adult not living at home, odds are you are paying rent somewhere you can talk to your landlord or the next time you move, try to find a landlord who's willing to do a lease option through their lease. Now, what that usually means is the rent price goes up and the extra money goes towards the purchase of the property. And it can be arranged in so many different ways. But typically, after so many years, the ownership of the property would transfer to you. So that's another way that you could invest in real estate with little or no money. You're already paying rent, so you might as well pay rent and over time have the ability to purchase that property that you live in. So number four, hard money loans. Now this is really risky and it is not something I highly recommend. 
But for those of you who feel like you have a good feel for real estate and you have some experience remodeling or doing manual renovations and properties and you're thinking about buying a property, fixing it up and selling it, flipping a house or other property, and you don't have the money for a down payment, a hard money loan could work for you. So a hard money loan is one that has a much higher interest rate and the term is usually 12 months or less. Now, you may be able to get this loan with zero money down, but if you were to purchase a property and then try to fix it up and flip it, you may find that it doesn't work out the way you thought it would and then you're stuck with this giant loan that is coming due and you have no way of paying it. So fun fact, this is what happened to Dave Ramsey, the personal finance guru, early in his investing career where he was trying to flip houses left and right and he was making a lot of money, millions of dollars even, but he was doing it with these hard money loans. And at one point, the market took a turn when he was in the middle of a deal. His contract was somewhere between six months and a year. He wasn't able to flip it for a profit or get it sold. And he lost all of his money that he had earned. So it turned him off of lending for good. He preaches never borrow any money from anyone. But just in general, when you're borrowing money, at a 30-year fixed rate, or even a 10-year fixed rate, you're in a much safer situation than doing something like a hard money loan, which is what Dave Ramsey did early in his career, and it had a lasting effect on his financial outlook. Number five, first-time home buyers are eligible for grants, and they vary by state, so I'm not going to talk about any in particular, but they will often pay your down payment or help with closing costs, just reduce the amount of money and increase the ease with which you can get into the first home that you buy. Now, there are often stipulations, like you might have to live in the home for a longer period of time, etc. Um, so you'll want to look at all of the fine print before you go down the road of using one of these first-time homebuyer grants that are available, uh, depending on which state, which county you live in. But if you have no other option, using this strategy to get into a home so that you're not paying rent anymore may be for you. Our sixth strategy is to form a business partnership with somebody. Now, this is going to take some networking. This is going to require that you do your research and you develop a business relationship and generally, if you're not bringing money to the table, you've got to bring something else because a person who's got enough money to invest but doesn't know what to do with that money is looking for an expert. So if you do the research, if you become the expert you need to be so that you know about the real estate, you find the deal, you can um, strategize, get the work done. For instance, if you were going to buy a property, remodel it and sell it or rent it out for a profit, finding someone who will finance it is possible, but it does take a lot of work and it's not a short road. Number seven, a VA loan. Now, VA loans 
are available for veterans who have served in the military. And they allow you to purchase a property with zero money down um, towards the down payment. So basically, you can buy a house with a loan backed by the government for no money down. Now, catch is, of course, that you would have had to have served in the military. I don't suggest joining the military just to get this benefit. There are other ways. But if you've served in the military, this can be a great option for you to buy your first home. And better yet, buy a home that is a duplex or a triplex. And then you'll have tenants right when you move in and um, they'll be paying your bills for you. So that brings us to number eight. Number eight is a syndication. I mentioned with number six, forming a partnership that it requires work and time and energy and it won't happen overnight. Syndications are that times 20. But a syndication could let you get into a property that could be very, very lucrative with zero money out of your pocket. Now, how syndication works is you find a property, usually a very expensive property that one individual typically wouldn't be able to purchase by themselves, and that has the potential to make money by taking actions like raising the rent or performing renovations um, or adding an additional unit or building for more apartments, things like that. The issue here, though, is that you need to have credibility. You need people to trust you enough to want to give you money because with a syndication, sometimes you're looking at a minimum contribution of $50,000. You might be buying properties that are millions and millions of dollars. So I'm really interested in syndications. It's something that I've been looking into a lot recently, but it isn't something that you can just wake up and decide to do. It will take a lot of time and energy to learn a market, figure out what makes a real estate deal profitable, and then find professionals to help you do that. You'll need accountants, lawyers, uh, real estate brokers, and that's before you even find your investors. So I put this on the list because once you get going with syndications, it can be a career. You could quit your job. I mean, typically just the acquisition fee for a good real estate syndication tends to be 2% of anywhere between one and five. I like to use two, 2% 2 of the total purchase price of that property. So if you buy a $3 million property, you're going to make $60,000 just when you sign the dotted line and close on the deal. And the people that you invest with usually like to see that the organizer of the property deal uh, is also invested, but you can just forego that acquisition fee or use the acquisition fee to buy into the deal yourself so you won't have as much profit up front, but then at least you can show your clientele that you will be investing the property along with them. And this helps instill trust in the validity of the deal. So we could do a whole episode on syndications, and we have, and we probably will again. But it's just something I wanted to put out there as an option. Number nine, if you don't have a lot of money for a down payment, you can use something like a special U.S. government scheme, like a USDA loan, for instance. Now, these types of loans, these types of loans have the aim to fill underpopulated areas of the U.S. So generally, it's in areas where a town has a population of 10,000 or less. 
That said, many, many towns in the United States have 10,000 people or less. Uh, if you are living in a town that has more than that, you can probably find a town within 20 or 30 minutes of where you're currently living that has 10,000 people or less. So it is something that you can find a way to take advantage of depending on where you are. So go to usda.gov and read about the terms and conditions and see if this is something that could work for you. Now, our final topic is number 10, wholesaling. I don't know if I've talked too much about wholesaling on the podcast before. It probably deserves its own episode, and it will probably get its own episode in the relatively near future. But wholesaling, I think that for someone who really just has no money, they're not going to be able to put $100 a month into a REIT or other fund, and they're not even going to be able to put $10 a, a month into that. What they can do is use their time and their energy and learn a skill that will allow them to make money uh, through the purchase of real estate without spending a dime of their own money. So how this works is, in short, finding good deals for a property, getting them under contract, and then essentially selling the option to buy that property to other investors who didn't have the time and energy to find that fantastic deal you found. I know it sounds a little complicated, and it is a little complicated. There's a lot to this. I mean, you have to become a real expert in the real estate market that you live in or that you're working in, and you need to seek out these properties as well. A lot of them won't be on the market. So you'll have to look at the properties that are available, figure out who owns them. And you can do that with some internet sleuthing, um, send letters or make phone calls and find properties that are being sold at a really low rate. And then you also have to find potential buyers who are interested in buying real estate that you can put on your list. Now, I know of several people who are doing this and they're making lots of money. I wouldn't necessarily suggest doing it permanently because it's always nice to own your own asset. At the end of the day, when you do this, it's like a job. If you stop doing it, you stop getting paid. Whereas when you own an asset, you're making money in your sleep and that's what we all want. So I think it's a great way to get started without a great deal of money, but it does take time and energy. I probably left a lot out about wholesaling and I promise that I'll get to it in another podcast in the future. So that was my list of 10 strategies for investing in real estate without any money or with very little money of your own. Of the 10 options I suggested, I think the most doable strategies would be something like um, owning shares in a REIT, which again, that money will grow over time and eventually you will have enough money for a down payment on a real property. So if you can only do 20 bucks a month, um, 30 bucks a month, it's okay. I mean, it'll take a while, but you will get there. It will grow over time. And then soon you will have enough money to purchase your own real estate that you own. Syndications, I think are fantastic. It is a pretty advanced 
strategy and it takes a lot of time and energy. So I might not suggest it for someone who's just starting out, but I just had to include it on the list because it's such a cool concept to basically find and broker a deal and get paid for it with very little of your own money in the deal compared to the total amount that is needed to get started. It's also the way for people without a huge sum of money to get into a property that is worth millions of dollars. Lease options can work if you can find a landlord who's willing to sell you their house over time through a lease option. And then what I think is probably the best suggestion on this list, because you can do it with zero money, zero experience, though you'll have to get some right away, is wholesaling. Wholesaling will allow you to make money sometimes $5,000 a deal, sometimes $20,000 a deal, sometimes $100,000 a deal, depending on the markets you're working in. I mean, I, I talked to someone recently who was making approximately $5,000 per deal um, and had made $20,000 on his last deal. So he was working in a market in the Evansville, Indiana area. Real estate is not very expensive there, but he was able to still make about $5,000 per deal and he had made maybe $40,000 throughout the year. This was all in addition to working a full-time job and having his own life. This was just something he did on the side. Yes, he had to learn a lot. Yes, he had to take some steps. He might have had to put down a little bit of money for things like mailers to send out to people who might be wanting to sell their house. But there's different ways to go about that as well. But it's a great way to actually make real money in real estate without putting a dime of your own money into the process. So with that, I hope you guys found this video entertaining and enlightening. If there's anything you guys want to hear more about or things you've heard of that you would like me to discuss on the podcast, just send me a message at moradoorspodcast at gmail.com and I'd be happy to respond and look into the topics that you guys are thinking about. You can also leave a comment down below on the website if you are listening to this on our website at moredoors.net. Thanks for listening.